Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to Greenfield's Finest Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Zebard Zidell. With me, as always, I got my main man, Johnny, medium-sized Dick Rosado. What's up? What's up? <laughs> Anthony Shuley. <laughs> Moneyline Welsh, Moneyline! Yeah, Jack! <laughs> what up, big dude? Alright, just hold on, just chill out for a second, Jack. I got this. <laughs> Surely, just chill out, alright? Me and Rosado are going to get after it for a minute. Dude, Um, so I'm going to check in with you, Rosado. We uh, we went out to eat this weekend, dude. We did, Zara's, good time. It was, it was Good f- food. It was fucking, it was fire. It was so nice to, like, to go out to a restaurant, sit down and eat, and it was like, I don't know if anyone has ever watched, like, if you're out there listening to this, if you watch this Sebastian Maniscalco skit where he, like, the check comes and, like, shit gets weird. And it wasn't like dudes weren't trying to pay, but it was like the check was, like, it was a pretty high amount. And it was like people were, like, start adding shit up, and they're like, wait a minute, this is, like, a lot of money. Like, Yeah, you don't want to see anybody pull out a calculator when the bill comes. That's embarrassing. But, right. like, it was, like... It was baffling because it was a handwritten bill. Yeah. And you it was like hydroglyphics. You couldn't understand anything no. on this bill. It was written in Chinese. Yeah, then like, it was then they like ran out of space on the front and like I thought the bill was one price and I didn't realize it like he turned it over and started writing on the back. The, yeah, the funny, which I've never seen before. Yeah, the funny thing is so Rosado gets the bill first. Rosado's like peeping the bill and he looks at it and goes, Ah, oh, this ain't that bad. He starts pulling out some money. And the bill was like five hundred and some dollars. You know, there was like ten people there. They're like, oh, that's great. And then John's sister takes the bill, and she's like, "There's a whole other side to this fucking thing." And the bill was more than double that. So we're like, "What?" They everyone was like, "What the fuck did everyone get?" And there was like, it was just a weird thing because there was like, there was a bunch of people drinking. Some people weren't eating. It was just way too hard to figure out. Some people dipped out before. One dude, yeah, he got up and threw what he thought yeah. he owed. At the bill and then just left, which is always a bad move. That's you, you should never let anybody do that. If you're out there and you're like and you're and you're out there and you got to dip out before the check gets here, little word of advice: always throw more than you think. Because guess what? It's the bill's going to be more than what you think it is. Because people calculate in their head like, well, he had two drinks, she had three drinks, I had three drinks, and I had this and that, so it should only be 150 bucks. Like, nah, dude. Yeah, I'm Captain and Cokes for like eleven bucks a piece, especially when they were doubles. Yeah, dude, dude one dude hammered like eight drinks. Dude, that was like <laughs> the only thing I could understand on that bill was like they circled like Captain and Cokes. There was like a hundred dollars worth of Captain and Cokes. But the thing I didn't understand, and no one else did either, was they slid the gratuity into the bill, and like we didn't. It's up to like I said, this is a handwritten. It didn't right. say gratuity. There was just like another number. And then once we like figured because. My sister took a picture of it, so right. she could, she wanted to analyze this bill later because <laughs> she just didn't feel right about it. But so we like double tipped them, then, right? Then, then that required like a phone call the next day to like say what's you know. So basically, they got like on what ended up being like it was a pretty it was a normal bill. Uh, the bill was like I think it was like seven or eight hundred dollars, and then the. I think it was like seven fifty, and then the tip. It would have been like it was, it was an extra couple hundred dollars. They on, end on up tip. right. They end up getting like thirteen, twelve or thirteen hundred dollars yeah. on a seven hundred fifty dollar bill, which like my my thinking is like, I, I get that like you know people are generous and shit like that. But if I'm in a restaurant and like all these people were in there and you give us a fucking six hundred dollar tip, I, I'm gonna be like, are you sure? You, we already had the gratuity, and are you sure that you wanted to tip us six hundred dollars right. on a seven hundred dollar bill? I just thought it was a little bit nuts, but it was a great night out. It felt so good to be out. 
and hanging out with everybody. Yeah, the food was good, so. The food was fucking fire. It's just good to sit around a table with your friends and, like, cut up. Like, my lady came out. Like, we don't, we haven't been out in a minute, and it was just a good time. Um, I'm sure everyone knows Steelers, Steelers caught an L yesterday. Um, I don't know. My whole opinion on that is, like, someone, like, I've seen some people posting shit, and everyone has their own opinions, but, like, if you would have told me the first game of the season that we'd be 11-1, and one, I'd been fucking ecstatic. Yeah, 11-1. Like I said, you had – my man Jack was over here saying they were the worst 11-0 team of, like, all time. And they, of all time, which a lot of people were saying that. But they had played bad for like the couple weeks in a row, and they probably deserved to, to lose sooner or later. But, you know, they kind of needed this loss because they were starting to play like shit. Plus, they got a bunch of injuries. A bunch I don't know how you, you make up for losing Spillane. No, you're not going to make up. You're going to have to go all the way back over to McKee's Rocks and find the next toughest guy over there and you know, find him and throw him in there. Because, like, Spillane looks like this, like, a tough-ass dude. Like, he looks like – and, like, if he's out – That's when, that's when the game got out of control. They gave up that 14-point lead. Yeah. You know what I mean? Once he was out of there, so – He had a big sack, a huge sack. Huge sack. So, so I dude, mean – Yeah, the wide receivers, they dropped, like, probably 15 balls in two games. Yeah, and that was the that was the other thing too. Like, like, and like, I'm glad like Tomlin at least acknowledged like he acknowledged that. Like, if you don't catch the ball, we're gonna put someone in there that is gonna catch the ball. That's the end of it. Like, they, like he acknowledged like they're fucking dropping too many passes. And the thing is, when you're running an offense and you're throwing, your whole offense is based on you know what I mean. These um these this rack shit, receiving yards after the catch. It's like. These dudes got to catch it, and they're expecting them to get it. Okay, catch it. It's a four-yard pass. Then maybe break it for three or four yards. You got an eight-yard gain every time. These dudes are fucking dropping the ball. I mean, way too many drops. What's his name? Had like seven drops in two games. Deontay Johnson, yeah. Ebron, for sure. Deontay Johnson's dropped it. He's the one I noticed the most. Like, the one just hit him dead in the chest, and he just fucking. He just fucking. He dro- just dropped it. But- Ebron dropped that touchdown. Yeah. I mean, you know, but, like, the thing is, I, I seriously just, like, I'm not a fucking, you know, this isn't a sports podcast, but I feel like they're going to bounce back, and I think they're going to, my opinion is they'll be okay. Like, shit happens. We've dealt, we've had way worse seasons than this, and, like, 11, I'll take 11 and 1 all day. Yeah, but Washington, dude, how about Alex Smith, the legend of Alex Smith? I'm so worried about him, and then he's out there getting, <laughs> dude, they they were they were getting after him pretty good. That his good leg was like bloody as hell. Yeah. But then I mean he still stood in there and took a beating. Well, they and they, won the game. Yeah, and they said right away as soon as they focused on his leg bleeding, they were like, "That's not his bad leg." If you don't know the Alex Smith backstory, Google it. He had um, broken his femur and t- tibula, right? And then he ended up getting like a after he like got surgery to get fixed, he had a flesh eating bacteria that could have killed him, like eating his leg. And this is a couple years ago. This dude fucking overcame all this back in the NFL, and they re- they recommended him amputate his leg because yes. they were so worried about the uh, the spread of the uh, infection. But he didn't, and then he's out there beating the Steelers on uh, a five o'clock on a Monday. Which I got to tell you, I don't mind the earlier no, the I... earlier start on like a, a Monday. Dude, my whole thing is like we work from eight to four. You know what I mean? So I love that five o'clock store because it was like perfect time. Like get home, take a shower, fucking had enough time to put some cheese sticks in the oven. Right. Was, I was like ready to roll. Couple hors d'oeuvres, and then next yeah. you know the Steelers are on. I'm like, dude, it's fucking fourteen nothing. I talked the Steelers. You know what I mean? Minus six, like an idiot. But um, 
<laughs> I it wasn't a lot of money, but I was just like, you know, I'm gonna throw a little bit on this to make it interesting. And I'm like, I'm like fucking think I'm in there, and I'm like fucking with my phone, and I'm like sort of paying. All of a sudden, like watching, I'm like, wait, how the fuck is it fourteen fourteen? But you know, shit happens. We'll bounce back. I'm not that worried about it. A lot bigger fish to fry right now. So I don't know um, if you guys heard about this, but there's a scientist over in Israel, and he's 87 years old. He's confirming that there's aliens, and that the aliens are living among us, and they want to they want to work with us to figure out what our purpose is here on the universe. As crazy as that fucking sounds. I know it sounds nuts to some people. Um, me personally, I believe in aliens. That's where I stand on it. And like, where's Otto? Where, are you an alien? Dude, guy? I've been listening to like a lot of stuff. Like, like I told you, I listened to Joe Rogan. He he just had like an alien podcast, and like <laughs> the dudes he had on were like pretty like matter of fact. That like we don't know like hardly any like all the shit that has been hidden from us for like years because they're like scared that the public won't know how to handle it. And that's exactly what this scientist said. He was saying, like, the, and they were saying, actually, that Trump was going to come out and say, like, listen, there's aliens. And I'm not saying, like, this is, you know, you go fact check this. I don't give a fuck. This isn't a fact check podcast. But this is what I heard on TMZ. <laughs> yeah, Trump, a lot to embellish. Yeah. Trump was going to come out and say this. And they, people warned him, like, the society's not ready for it. And all this shit, and like I get, and he never ended up coming out and saying. I don't know if he was really going to say it or not, but like, dude, I've always like, I don't know, like I've always thought, like it, when it hit me, like that I thought there was aliens, was when they were like explaining how big the universe is, and I'm like, dude, like the earth, they were like, there's more planets and stars than there is grains of sand. And I'm thinking, like, there's got to be other shit out there. And then you like sort of like hear shit and see shit and like. You know what I mean? I think they just been keeping it under wraps for so long. I think before we die, Rosado, we're forty. We're about to be forty. I think there, there's going to be an announcement. Like, listen, Dude, it might be within like, you know, a couple years. A couple years. They seem like they're pretty close, and they're having a hard time keeping like a, a lid on it right. these days. But yeah, when you're growing up, there's like the, I don't know, was there twelve planets? No, I don't remember. Nine, nine, whatever. But yeah, like now there's like there's ten now. There's like I think there's Planet X. I'm just saying, but there's yeah, there's like a bunch of different solar systems and shit goes way out. I'm sure you know there's living creatures that like made more progress than us, and then and that's I'm checked you know right, and that's the thing. Like you think about something like that, like okay, what if there's like another galaxy and they're like let's just say ten thousand years ahead of us, which probably isn't a lot of time. When you think about it, and like the whole galaxy, there might be galaxies. There might be galaxies that are a million years ahead of us. You know, imagine like their fucking technology, and they're like, we're like cavemen to them. Yeah, you know what I mean. Right. I don't think I'm ready for the aliens. Maybe you're right. I mean, maybe if if the aliens were cool, I got enough problems with like everyday life. I don't need like that thing on my plate. I mean, what if the aliens came down? And they had fucking major space drugs, like that we never heard of on Earth. You know what I mean, well, that's a positive, <laughs> like a some, positive spin, dude. Yeah, <laughs> like if they came down, like like you know, like, and they just handed had a plate of space dust, and dudes were just getting bent. <laughs> you know what I mean? You get your fucking biscuit all hard and get all weird up, start dancing to techno music. You never know what's out there, dude. We can't yeah. be scared of it. Um. Dude, in Hollywood news, so this is like a story that hits close to home because we went to school at Old Rice with uh, Courtney Lopez. She was not; she was Courtney Maz at the time. She ended up marrying Mario Lopez. Mario Lopez is starring in two Lifetime movies coming up. The one is Feliz Navidad, but the other one is 
the recipe for seduction where he plays a sexy Colonel Sanders in a movie on Lifetime. Like, what else do older women want? Like, dude, that's it right there. They know what they're so doing. So he's like dressed, he's dressing up like. He looks just like Colonel Sanders, but he's like the, the Latin, the Mexican Colonel Sanders. Is he selling chicken? Does he? He's yeah. He's like he's in the chicken business. It, it's brought to you by KFC. This so is like fantastic. The, the movie's brought to you by KFC. So he's like, of course, he still looks the same. He's a fucking the best looking Colonel Sanders I've ever seen. But he like goes on and he's like seduces this lady, and he's like a legend, Don Don South, and like. Who else would you have play a sexy Colonel Sanders but Mario Lopez in a Christmas movie on Lifetime? Like, I, I just think that there's a lot of women out there. That, like, yeah, who's made to do that role. Exactly. You know, I mean, they hit the nail on the head this time with the Lifetime movie. I might even <laughs> have to check this out. I mean, like, you could not, you couldn't pull anyone from else from Bayside and have them be the sexy Colonel Sanders. You couldn't pull fucking, certainly couldn't pull Screech. Certainly couldn't pull Mr. Belding. No, I'll and tell you what, Zach Morris fell off. Dude, dude, what how he went bald, didn't he? It ruined his life. He went bald and I, there's rumors out there he has a little dick. I mean, I'm starting that rumor right now, <laughs> but fuck it. Possible. But yeah, I, I was like Todd sent me that. Todd actually sent me that and Jack sent it to me. And when Jack sent what, it to me that Zach Morris has a little dick? No. <laughs> we'll get to that in a second. And um no, about Mario Lopez, and I thought it was a joke. And then when Todd posted it and po like tagged me, and I looked at it, and I started reading it, and I read further and further. And I'm like, dude, this is a real movie coming out. It's out. It's going to be out like this Christmas season. It's a, called A Recipe for Seduction, uh, K KFC Christmas movie on Lifetime, with Mario Lopez as the star. So back to Jack, that question you said about Jack. So we have. I'm sure this might be your first time listening. We have a segment at the end of the show called What Would Greenfield Do? We ask like really crazy questions and we go around the table and we each take a stab at, and try to answer it as best we can, as honestly as we can. Not everybody likes our answers and not everybody agrees with our answers. So last week's question Jack gave us was, would you rather have sex with the world's hottest girl, the hottest female, but she has a penis? Or Vin Diesel, <laughs> and she and he has a vagina. So we go out to eat Saturday, and our buddy Mishka was appalled that me and John said that we would have had sex with the woman, the hot, the hottest chick on earth, the that hottest had a chick dick. that had a dick, but still had a vagina. But she right, had a we dick. we got that we got that loophole in there. We loophole that in ourselves. Yeah. But I'm like thinking, and he's like, dude, I don't understand what you're saying. That's fucking crazy. So we're like, you would fuck Vin Diesel just because he has a vagina. Like right. you would. And he was like, dude, yeah, he has a vagina. Absolutely. Has yeah. Right. And I'm like, this, I'm like, you know what? You're the one that's fucked up. Now I think about it, dude. Like when you come at us and say like, I don't agree with your answer. Like you better be more prepared than that. Like that was just, to like some of the shit we've answered, it's ridiculous. Right. Like the grandma hand job. Right. Like we don't want to answer all these questions, but you can't come on here and not answer and them. not answer it. So you got to think about it. Would you? Would you look Vin Diesel in his eyes? Yes, and have sex. and have sex with him. And I honestly wouldn't. I, I could. Yeah. You know, like, hey, hey, what's up, Joe? You know what I mean? With his deep ass voice and his hairy ass. No, you're not going to do it. <laughs> Mishka, on the other hand, 
Said he would. And that's the thing. Like, that was our honest answer because we actually put ourselves in that position. And when it came down to it, like, you're going to go in this room or this room. And there's just no way I could have went in the room with Vin Diesel. I don't care if he has a, a vagina or not. Like, and then bang Vin Diesel. Like, I wouldn't have gone fast and furious with him, dude. I would have just fucking, no way. I would definitely rather bang the chick with a, with a wiener. You know what I mean? And that was that. Dude. Right, I'd feel least guilty about that. Right, I would. Because if I bang Vin Diesel, it's going to be embedded in well, my brain. Forever. Yeah, when we had Nisha, was like, so you'd bang Vin Diesel. You know, with, you know, look at Vin Diesel in his eyes. You'd still bang. He's like, absolutely. 100%. So, yeah. I mean, you know, Beezer, now who's the weirdo? <laughs> dude, so in other news, that I don't know if anyone, unless you're like sleeping under a rock, but that dude, Logan Paul is scheduled to fight Mayweather. If you don't know who Logan Paul was, he was on the undercard of the Tyson fight, and he knocked out Nate Robinson. Knocked him out cold. He's fighting, like, it's official. It's been named, like, I don't know what the money increments are. I think it's Jake that's fighting. Logan fought. Jake. Jake Paul's fighting that's Mayweather. A, yeah, Jake, uh, you're right, you're right. So Jake Paul is fighting Mayweather, and, like, I don't know how much money's involved. I don't know how serious the fight's going to be. But, like, can you really blame either one? I mean, definitely the dude Jake has every nothing to lose. Because if you lose to Floyd Mayweather, who's, like, went down as, like, one of the greatest boxers ever in his weight class. Some say greatest boxer. It is Logan. It is? It is. I thought, Jake, I thought, they look exactly Jake like. Jake fought at the Tyson thing. Logan's fighting. So this is two different guys now. They're brothers. But he's not fighting the dude that just knocked somebody out? No, I'm telling you, Logan knocked out – No, Logan's the one that knocked out Nate Robinson. I'm sure – I'm pretty sure of that. The the blonde-haired one. Yeah, the blonde-haired one. They're both blonde-haired. Yeah, I don't yeah, – I'm pretty sure Lo, the one who fought Nate Robinson's fighting Mayweather. But, I, like, so he's – from Mayweather's perspective, this dude isn't going to put. A, I mean, Mayweather's going to beat the piss out of him. Has, I don't think he has zero chance of losing. Zero chance of losing. And he's going to make a Jake, ton of money. Jake fought in the Tyson thing. Oh, he did. Logan's fighting. May Logan's the older one, the older, bigger one. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty and sure he's fighting Mayweather. Yeah, but the thing with Mayweather, like Mayweather's going to exactly do what he did when he fought. Um, what's his name? Um, Conor McGregor. He's going to demand an insane amount of money. They're gonna give it to him. He's gonna get paid, and like, fuck it. Like you he's know gonna beat the piss out of him. He's, oh, he's definitely not gonna let one of them cheap haymakers hit him in the face. There's no way that's happening. <clears throat> no, and, but like the thing is, like these guys do this, and like I don't know how much behind the scenes, like they really hate each other because it is a business. Like I think if they don't like talk shit on each other, and oh yeah, yeah, they'll <clears throat> promote it and people will watch it. I'm just saying, like, what's Mayweather? Yeah, he what's he got to? I mean. I don't think he thinks there's any chance this dude's going to land like no. a significant blow on him, and no. he's going to make probably twenty million, forty million. I'd say he, I'd say in something like that, he'd make at least twenty million plus royalties off the pay per view, and then I think the other dude, for I don't know how much he's going to make. He's probably going to make significantly less. I'd say probably like three or four million, which is still a ton of fucking money, and. His whole thing is he's like a influencer, like a YouTube guy. This is gonna shoot his stash through the roof. So like it's almost like a no brainer. Like neither one of these guys have are gonna lose any if this dude gets his ass kicked by Mayweather, it's not gonna fuck up his career as a YouTube influencer. No, way Mayweather got more to lose from that, but that's just not gonna happen. I would rather see him fight like other athletes, because there's like other athletes now. Manny there. Pacquiao, I'd love to see them fight. Who? Mayweather. Mayweather and Pacquiao. Yeah, that's like a real fight. This is like more like a 
like a show. But bullshit sells, dude. I right. mean, like people you just start throwing names out there, and it's like that's what sticks now. It's like people are like, oh yeah. I mean, he knocked out. You know, I mean, like he fought like someone else, not like beat them up, and then it's all of a sudden his brother beat up. Nate, you know, it's like right. oh, these dudes can fight, and then now it's like oh he's fighting Mayweather, and it's like there's dude. I don't have nothing against him. I'm like I'm not hating on these dudes, but there's dudes that work th- their dick off their whole entire life, and then there's a guy on on YouTube comes out of nowhere and is getting these fights that people only fucking dreamed about. You know what I mean? It's a kind of like shitting on boxing in a way. Yeah, I, I'm gonna have to disagree on that though because I think it brings attention and shows you how high the skill level because there is different levels of this of the sport. So somebody that's an amateur like the Paul brothers, they're going to go in with somebody like Mayweather and get destroyed. Mayweather said he toyed with McGregor just to put on a good show. Right. So like and that's a fighter. A, that's a trained just, like McGregor's yeah, a McGregor's trained a MMA. Killer. Yeah, right. Yeah. So he's going to he's going to mop the floor with this. That's what I that's kid. why I'd rather see like the Paul brother like fight somebody tough from the NBA. Like go fight Ron Artest. Right. Right, yeah. you know, because they were saying like NBA players, like there's a saw. I'm like, eh, I seen Ron Artest beat up like 17 people <laughs> in that fuck. arena. Yeah, yeah, right. Like, don't, him and that dude James O'Neal or whatever dude, all them dudes on the Pacers were beating the shit out of people. Yeah, but this is the most we've talked about boxing since Mike yeah. Tyson was in his prime. Right, you know what I mean. So this is bringing attention back to a sport that's pretty much been but, forgotten about. But but the thing, and I agree, you you made a good point there, Todd. And that is a good point. It is like bringing something to boxing, but it's not bringing any attention to any of the boxers. Like, it's just bringing up, like, to me, it's just like bringing up these, like, pre-met, like, these kind of, like, celebrity fights, like, almost like a rough and rowdy type thing, like, where it's just, like, hyped up. Right, well, yeah. The dudes who are actually, like, don't get me wrong, like, but, like, I would support, like, Local ball, like if local boxing starts getting after it again, like here's that dude from Pittsburgh, the Ukrainian pit bull. Like I almost wanted to see a couple of his, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like them dudes worked their dick off. We the only thing I think I think MMA is just taking over. Yeah. It is, but it's, two, it brought a lot of spotlight to the guys in the undercards. Yeah, there yeah, was legit yeah. fights in that Tyson yeah. thing, yeah. and they were good fights. They That's true. Entertaining. Too. So you know, they spotlight those young talent. So they're kind of sneaking it in there. Right. Right. But that's it. That is pretty cool. But I mean, I I would like to see, like, uh, like obviously, like, see Mayweather fight someone of a higher caliber. But I would like to see that dude like fight out, like, uh, fight Mayweather. But I want to see that dude keep. I want to see celebrities fight. Oh, yeah, celebrity <laughs> death match. That's yeah. all we want. Yeah, like, yeah. I'd love to see celebrities beat the fuck right, out. Right? Because there's so, yeah, there's just a million like basketball players and athletes in general that want a piece of that Paul dude. Like, right? You know, well, because well, you know what? Because he's like the golden child right now. Because like someone is gonna knock him. Like, off but you couldn't do that to me. That's what they're all saying. And, then, and that dude's like, yeah, you know what? I'm, but he's in a position now where he's like, yeah, unless I'm making a million fucking dollars, I'm not even coming. Well, it's in. it's got to be way more than a million, right? This dude's that was like three, I think. That's all he made. But still, that's pretty good. Yeah. What, what, he got how much for the Mayweather fight though? Like. Who Conor McGregor made? What, or how much? Are you no, this for, dude, this Paul dude from the. Uh, it's got to be insane. I'm sure they got ties into the box office. You figure After Effects, the merchandise, and all the, the stuff leading up to the fight. It's, yeah, it's gonna be crazy. Plus the YouTube, the YouTube stuff. Right, and if they're putting right, everyone's gonna watch everything that's on YouTube, and they get paid per thousand views. So if something bangs out twelve million views. I mean, them dudes are going to keep promoting, promoting, promoting. They'll get together with each other and argue on fucking YouTube just to get, like, you know what I mean, 15 million views. And they're going to get make bank off that. So that, that dude will never have to have a real job in his life. 
But speaking of, you know, tough jobs, over in Russia, fireworks company, it was a company that makes fireworks, caught on fire due to negligence. <laughs> and the whole building blew up, and they couldn't put the fire out for 36 hours. So I thought that was like, I love fireworks. But my thing is like. They're all in there jerking off the Vin Diesel. <laughs> right. <laughs> they weren't like, paying attention. <laughs> they're jerking off the Vin Diesel and Logan Paul <laughs> at the same time. And you know what I mean? His people were over there like, what are you. Like, how does it burn for 36 hours? Like, I get it. I've lit off fireworks. I mean, but they showed it. It was like a factory where they like made the fireworks. Like, so not only was there, they said like millions of dollars worth of fireworks stored there, but everything that used to produce the fireworks. So the gunpowder and every, I mean, like this was just fucking nuts. And they said like, it caused so much like smoke damage and ash damage to like the town around it. It like fucking crushed it, but they couldn't put it out for 36 hours because they couldn't get close to it because there was shit shooting out like right. missiles. That's one of them things that just probably got so big so fast. You're just like, fuck. Right. What do I, you know, like, what do we do here? Right. I mean, you're like, I mean, people got, I mean, unfortunately people got killed and stuff, but like, uh, did they? Yeah. But if I'm a fireman, like I'm not going nowhere near the fireworks fire. Like if there's like, like projectiles shooting out, like flaming fucking shit shooting out at me. I'm like, I'd say the same thing. Like, we're just going to let this one burn out. <laughs> right, right. I'm not getting near we'll to just clear the perimeter. Yeah, but I mean, I love fireworks. I don't know how that's going to. I think most, I thought most of the fireworks actually came from China. I didn't know that Russia produced so many fireworks, but I mean, I guess they do. Um, coming up in the 2024 Olympics, breakdancing is going to be an Olympic sport for men and women. I mean, that's kind of interesting. I mean, if I can only see like USA, obviously, and like Europe, you know what I mean? There's probably some crazy Chinese, no, like little Asians get after. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, like you think they got major body control. You ever see them in like the synchronized diving? Yeah, that's like true. that's their shit right there. Like major body control. I don't know. If, if plus it, everything from the eighties is like in. I mean, Russians probably are out over there breaking. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like new yeah. over there. Yeah, dude. It's like it's like, dude. You hear new Michael Jackson? <laughs> this is crazy. Beat it. This is fantastic album. Yes, this is good. Good disc player. You dude, know, did but, you did you used to get down when you were a kid? Like I had the little Michael Jackson red leather. Did you try jacket. to like spin around on like a, on the carpet a little bit? I mean, I tried. You know, I didn't yeah. really, I didn't really get after it. But like, I definitely had like a a, a weak ass moonwalk that I would bust out all the time, and my grandma would clap. And then, you know what I mean? <laughs> she gave me the bullshit fake clap. Like he's such a good dancer. But like, I, I get break dancing. Like I think break dancing is like that's like I think it's cool as fuck to be honest. Like if that's something like if. I yeah, wish you could we spin were, around on your head like it's fucking nuts. Yeah, it's it, I never we like missed that part. I mean, we didn't miss it. We were like kids. There wasn't people out in Greenfield, like you know what I mean, like on the corners in New York on cardboard, just spinning around. But like, dude, what if they had this like like grind like instead of break dancing, it'd be like <laughs> like 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 you just go and start grinding on chicks. Like, yeah, uh, we have break dancing and then we have awkward grinding. You know, it'd be like under under eighteen dance club. You just go up and grind on a chick. Just, yeah, basically dry humping somebody. Dry humping. Her, yeah, with like a, a half hard boner and you end up like that like you know, you end up doing it long enough, you get premature ejaculation comes out of your wiener, and that's when you're like, oh, I think it's time to go get a drink of water. I'm little, she, I'm a little uncomfortable, and she got shit all over her pants right now. Dude, we we used to have um, 
in the mean streets of South Park growing up. <laughs> uh, we used to do, uh, we used to break dance all the time. Did you? The, yeah, me and my buddies. Well, I'm a little bit older than you guys, so I was in the, the prime of it. Mm-hmm. We had the cardboard, and my yeah. little brothers, they were a little bit younger, a little closer to your guys' age, and they would come and do it. And I remember my brother Robbie one day, he was trying to do a head spin, and he, I was like, go over there and do the head spin by the tree. Mm-hmm. He put his head in a big pile of dog shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that was like my... Uh, Fondest memory of uh, breakdancing, though. I I remember when that movie Breaking came out, dude. That's when everything. Dude, I, I we had hardwood floors, so like me and my sisters was like, I mean, we just flip around on the floor, try to like spin and do a bunch of stupid shit, end up hurting yourself. But I mean, dude, still to this day, like I'll get out of the shower and I'll throw some jams on, I'll start doing like a weird ass robot in the mirror. You know what I mean? <laughs> like no one's around. You know what I mean? I'll slide my feet to one side and to the other, then like do like. The slinky arm, you know what I you're mean? You're pretty good at that. Though. You might have a you might have a future. Listen, 2024 is four years away. I got yeah. a lot of time to practice. And, and, I mean, I could see if there's foursomes, I could see me, you, Jack, and Shirley trying out for this. You know what I mean? At least maybe like the junior. Does Jack be. have the agility? I don't know. Can I be the guy with the boom box? Like, yeah. yeah the whole, <laughs> the fat guy you, you could be like the big dude who just holds the boom box and bobs your head. You know what I mean? But, oh, shit, I'm pretty pumped for that. But, uh, all right, everybody, we're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back with more Greenfield's Finest Podcast. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Are you sick of your general contractor having sex with your wife? Well, I was, too, and that's when I find out about Schaefer, Inc. Schaefer, Inc.'s primary goal is to deliver unbeatable quality for all your construction needs. They aim to firstly be a company principle-driven, and to achieve this, the importance is ethical business practices. That includes great work and not having sex with your wife. Please check out Schaefer, Inc. for all your contracting needs. Give them a call at 412-915-1694. That's 412-915-1694. Hey, what's going on, everybody? If you're sitting down right now and you're listening to the podcast or watching the podcast, you probably want to order a pizza. And if you do, make sure you order from Capizudo's Pizza, the official pizza that Greenfield's Finest Podcast, located at 422 Greenfield Avenue, phone number 412-521-6570. Mention Greenfield's Finest Podcast whenever you call. Me and my wife didn't know what to do. We had a gigantic tree in our backyard that we had to get cut down. I've never done anything like this before. Who was I supposed to call? Luckily, I found Greater Pitt Tree Service, a locally owned and operated company. They came out, got to work, and got it done in a safe manner, and it didn't cost me an arm and a leg. Thank you so much, Greater Pittsburgh Tree Service. And they also do free work for World War II veterans. Please call 412-884-TREE. That's 412-884-TREE. I don't know about you, but I ain't got time to be packing boxes and moving stuff all the way around the tri-state area. I just don't got time for it. But I got to move. What am I supposed to do? Thank goodness I found out about Miracle Movers. Fully bonded and insured, serving the tri-county area. And they go long and short distance. I just found out they do commercial delivery, too. That's Miracle Movers at 412-419-2620. 412-419-2620. And tell them Z-Bird sent you. If you're like me, I bet you have the same opinion. Are you sick and tired of smoking hot chicks and delicious chicken wings? Well, I know I am. So if you are too, make sure you stay away from bootleggers over in Oakland at 403 Semple Street. Because all it is is delicious chicken wings, cheap drinks, and smoking hot bartenders. That's bootleggers at 403 Semple Street over in Oakland. Overnight. 
Hey, what's going on, everybody? When we first started Greenfield Smiles podcast, people started asking us right away, like they wanted t-shirts, sweatshirts, hats, things like that, and we didn't know what to do. So we ended up getting a hold of Ink Division. Ink Division's a locally owned company ran by Jason Lott. Phone number 412-381-1104. Not only did Jason help us make all of our products and help ship them out, he helped come up with some of the designs, too. If you're looking for anything, if you have a podcast, a music band, if you're a comedian, you got a wedding coming up or a bachelor party, you need any specialty t-shirts or any specialty merchandise made please call ink division 412-381-1104 and remember tell them z-bird sent you hey what's going on everybody welcome back to greenfoot's finest podcast we're about to bring you Corn Dick of the Week, brought to you by Espelon Tequila. Johnny on the spot, ready to hammer a shot. Go, go. Cheers. <laughs> Cheer. He's flying solo. So, uh, before we do Corn Dick of the Week, I did want to mention, um, if you're listening to this for the first time and you're watching on YouTube, please hit the like and subscribe button. Also, if you're a long-time listener, please share this with your friends. Try to get them to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're, like, so close to where we need to be as far as that gro- goes. Um, we're really trying to help the podcast grow. It would help us a lot. Also, we made a decision as a group. Um, we sold merchandise for a little while. Um, right now, if you'd ordered it before, I think yesterday, you'd get it before Christmas. But because of so many people, like, they end up hitting us up like, oh, dude, I wish you would just keep selling it. We still have, mar- we're going to keep selling all the merchandise probably until the first of the year. Now, you're not going to get it. You might not get it before Christmas, but I think the earlier you order it, the better chance you have to get before Christmas. But you can still have, get order merchandise all the way up until, I, I th- it's actually the first of the year or Christmas Eve. So I know Christmas Eve for sure you'll be able to get it to. So make sure you get your Greenfield Finest podcast gear. All right, uh, Corn Dick of the Week this week. I'm sure a lot of people have seen this on YouTube, or and if you're on social media, you've seen this. High school football player in Texas gets ejected from the game. He's acting like a fucking asshole, runs back out in the field, and it doesn't push the ref, but crushes the ref. The ref is like a probably like a 65-year-old. He was like a 60-something-year-old guy, got crushed. This dude was an absolute animal. He was like six foot four, 250. Really good player, they said. Crushed this dude and laid him out. Obviously got like some kind of anger management issue because, yep. I mean, one, I think he was just like beating the shit out of the quarterback, and then they're like, "Dude, you're you're out of the game. You're disqualified." Right. And then like, like once the the ref said that, dude, he just like lined him up and like they showed the video. There was like one of his teammates like just seen it, like try to grab him, and he blew by him and just destroyed this ref. Every and then like his coaches and everyone went after him to stop him like before he hit the ref. The thing is, with the, this kid did this. Okay, for one thing, they end up coming up and saying, like, this wasn't the first time this happened. It happened also with, I think it was wrestling. Either wrestling or baseball the year prior, he fucking attacked the referee. What happened here, though, is so he got the squall, he got kicked out of the game. They're talking about filing charges. He got all, you know what I mean? He fucked up. Probably, he, he was like a college prospect. Probably fucked that up. But his team won that game. Which got them into the playoffs. That was like, you know, good for them. But he, the kid was gonna be done for the year. They came down with a ruling that your the team's disqualified now, and they can't play in the playoffs, dude. If I'm on that team, 
And this kid's that fucking selfish and does something like that. Like, people got to realize, like, dude, they're, I mean, that's why he's corn dick of the week. Like, I get it. You fly off the handle, but you fucked your whole team over, guys. Yeah, that's the problem. He got, like, emotional problems to, like, you know what I mean? Like, to, you have to know, like, this isn't going to go unpunished without being, like, crazy severe. Like Dude. you just can't just crush a ref and like it's right. good. You're just gonna be. It's gonna be okay. You're getting kicked out of school. Right. You're you're losing all your college scholarships. Right. He probably didn't know he's gonna fuck his whole team over, but he did. Uh, something and I agree with you. And that, but like when you do so, like people, I hope it like wakes up the people. Like your actions affect others. And like this kid's action, like he shouldn't have hit the guy. I felt bad because dude's like an older dude. He, he didn't have his helmet on at least because right. if he had his helmet on, he probably killed him. Probably killed him. He's an older guy who is in Texas refereeing high school games, which is probably the worst place in the fucking world to be a high school referee, maybe between Texas and Western Pennsylvania. You know what I mean? I'm sure he probably made 50 bucks. Probably making 50 bucks a game, goes out, does it because he loves the sport. And this kid fucking went after him. When he did that quarterback, he 100% deserved to be thrown out of the fucking game. It wasn't yeah. even cl- like he, I mean, it wasn't like they went after him like, oh, this is bullshit. You know what I mean? He didn't deserve, dude. He like he tackled the quarterback, and then I think he tackled him again, right? He tackled the quarterback. <laughs> yeah, he was just roughing him up like to after the-, the whistle. Yeah, like you you got he roughed the quarterback, but then he like gave him a little extra, little extra action. But yeah, I, you just gotta wonder what's running through his head, like. And that's the thing, like, dude, like, I'm not going to dive into psychology with his parents and everything like that, but, like, dude, you're on that field, you're responsible for yourself, but your actions affect other people, and all of them fucking kids had their season ended like that, and, I mean, it's, like, it's probably a good group of kids, he might not even be a bad kid, but, like, dude, his life is fucked now, like, as far as, like, the path he could have went to college, maybe gone to college for free, done something with a college degree, that kid's starting all over now. Like you know what I mean? Like that. Plus, whole, plus his whole school hates him because they. He's he's, he's probably kicked out of school. He's yeah, but now all the friends he had probably right. hate his guts because they're out of the playoffs and he fucked the whole season. I mean, I mean, I can only imagine. Like, I mean, obviously everyone knows I was part of the 1995 Greenfield Cougars. Did we ever have to deal with anything like that? Did you ever have any issues with like any like nah. anybody going nuts like in a game at a ref? Yeah, uh, not me personally, but like I remember the time when I was a kid. When Big Buddy Wright bit the referee's ear, yeah, yeah, that, we were now that was like pretty insane. Like I remember they were arguing that that might beat this. <laughs> that, that might beat this. <laughs> and he was like a parent, and he went out and like bit the ref's ear. I mean, I remember like that was like probably the craziest thing. I remember like a couple times our team got in like some like team like altercations with other teams, but like it always kind of got broken up. And now we go actually end up finishing the games. I remember the one time, though, whenever it was, like, the big team, we were on the middle team, and they played West Mifflin, and there was just, like, a fucking all-out bra. And like, and the dudes were, like, running, like, 30 yards away, clotheslining people. I mean, it was just, like, nuts. And yeah. I was, like, they were, like, do you want to move up to the big team for this game? I'm, like, fuck no, dude. Dude, I, I think that I, one time in, like, Pony League, like, Bill Downey was, like, pitching – and, like, he was beaming dudes. He was, like, pissed <laughs> off. He started beaming dudes. They threw him out of the game. And he just took the ball and, like, chucked it over the fence into the woods. And, like, motherfucked the ump. And, like, that was kind of funny at the time. But that was, like, harmless. The, the One of the funniest things I've ever seen was uh, Danny Scrincheck's dad, Mr. Scrincheck, rest in peace. But um, 
I remember Rocky Irace, he was running the bases and he fell. And and, and Mr. Scrinch said, yelled out loud as hell down McGee, like, Rocky, get your fat ass up. And I'm just like, dude, what the dude, fuck? Dude, Greenfield, dude, the parents were ruthless, dude. So ruthless, dude. And I mean, I remember, like, <laughs> Little League, I remember my mom giving, like, the original Stutch, like, a bunch of shit. Like, I struck out or something. She, and then my mom started putting shit in my head. Like, he doesn't like you. Dude, That's the why. original Stutch. Deserved some shit Yeah like, When you're like Eight years old And you strike out And the ump like Rings you up hard as fuck Like D-Rod Three And he'd be so animated Dude you like Dude just start crying You know right. what I mean Like Dude it was <laughs> like He had parents hostile back then I remember parents Arguing Like a little bit of arguing That I think I seen more parents argue. The thing was When you were playing Greenfield baseball Those parents On Each different Bench Knew each other. When you played Greenfield football, you were playing other neighborhoods. And those fucking parents hated each other. Right. Like, the parents were by far way more animated than the kids. Right. Like they, well, we figured what the league we're in. You're saying Greenfield playing Swissville or uh, Duquesne, Avonmore, you know what I mean? West Mifflin, like Mount Washington or Mount Oliver. Mount Oliver, Mount Oliver, yeah. And like you got dudes coming to the game. Like these dudes are supposed to be like 13 years old. Dudes driving to the game in a car with a beard. Yeah. <laughs> people are like the hairiest legs ever yeah dude's like maybe this dude's a little too old to play i don't know but yeah we got a little off topic here but anyway that was our corn dick of the week so our brother in arms which is brought to you by manscaped manscaped right now if you're looking for a christmas gift and you want to order something off manscaped for you or for someone else go on manscaped.com use promotional code gfp and you'll save 20 percent off you'll get free shipping and 20% off your entire order. So if you're like, if you go on to our Instagram or our Facebook page, we have a little link tree. Click on the link tree, and we actually have the Manscaped website right in there. It'll take you right to it. Order whatever you want. Use promotional code GFP. You'll save yourself 20%. They got tons of new stuff out for Christmas. You don't have to order. The main item is the Lawnmower 3.0, which me and Jack were talking about. It's amazing. We use, We both use it. Definitely have your nads looking smooth. But also they have like tons of creams and all kind of stuff. It's just they have a great line of products. So make sure you check that out. So the quarterback at UNLV was made to apologize. I, I really wish Jack was here for this. So he was made to apologize. He appeared on the show Below Deck, which we've talked about here. It's a show like with like younger good looking people and they work on a boat or sometimes they'll be on the boat or whatever. It, whatever they're on a boat sailing around they work there and they hook up with each other well this quarterback ate sushi off of a new they had a nude model laying on a table she was just getting sushi eaten off her she was hot like they showed it i watched a clip she was hot he was like forced to come out and apologize he's the quarterback of las vegas not of BYU. Right. You know what I mean? That's like, standard opera. That's, that's nothing. Right. That's, I mean, dude, that's like, I mean, that really is nothing. He didn't like sexually assault right. no one. He wasn't fucking He's, smoking crack. He was sniffing blow off her ass. <laughs> now, now, he might, he might have he to. He should have just, you know. Took it down on Facebook. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but like, dude. That might have been after the sushi. We don't know. Right. I mean, that's the thing, though. Like, that's all we know that happened, and he came out and said he shouldn't have did that. It was against what he stands for. Like, dude, get the fuck out of here. You're the quarterback of UNLV. That's who did somebody complain about it, or they just it was on the it, yeah. He, so they they made him do it on the show. I mean, it really wasn't like 
They it would have been rude not to eat it. Right. Like, well, they were at a table. They're sitting around this table, like, you know what I mean? And there's, like, probably like seven or eight people, and there's older people, and there's this, like, smoking hot chick laying there. When I say she's naked, that's not an accurate way to describe her. her some parts, like, obviously, like, her vagina and I think her nipples were covered. For but health reasons. For, oh, for yeah. health reasons. Well, they didn't know, they wouldn't know where the sushi was at. Right, you know? right. <laughs> Grab the wrong thing, you know, the wrong fish <laughs> sandwich. But, like, he went down, he ate it. He didn't, like, do it even in a creepy way. He, like, picked it off of her and ate it. It ain't like he sucked it out of her butthole. He didn't use chopsticks? No. And I'm like, dude, this is like, like, this dude's getting jammed up about this. Like, it's just, it, it goes back to the fact that people love to bitch about stuff. You know what I mean? Like, leave this fucking kid alone. Yeah, there's too many people with time on their hands to, like, search this out and, like, request a, an apology over that. Like, Well, he came out and said people were mad now that he apologized. People were like, listen. So he's fucked either way. So just do what you're going to do. Half the people are going to like you. The other half aren't. Who cares? This, You know, you're trying to get this girl put out of a job, this girl that lays on these tables? <laughs> right. right. And, like, the thing is, I'm like, dude, like, we were just saying before, like, dude, I, like, I could see if he was, like, sniffing coke or he's fucking banging a bunch of pain pills or got caught in a robin tug or something like that. But, like, he was on a boat, and this was what they were doing on the boat at the time. So, like, when in Rome, you know what I mean? So I have no beef with that. So he's our brother in arms this week. I might I might bet on UNLV just for that. You know what I mean? So he still gets to play. He just issued a, a shitty apology and he's moving on. A huge statement apology. It was I mean, a huge. It was a big fucking statement, which actually I would say that this apology got much more recognition than the act of no i didn't hear about him eating sushi so he took it too far he took the apology too far did somebody write it for him you think i don't know it was like i don't know if they but but people talked more about the apology i think there was more people upset that he had to apologize than there was that actually because i never heard about this and this happened a while ago right that's kind of like it probably blew it up more that's kind of like when tiger woods got caught cheating on his wife like yeah whatever celebrities do that that happens all the time and then he like had like a press conference apology that was like really odd. Yeah. And then he went to like sex counseling therapy. Like, dude. Which is fake. Which is fake. <laughs> like, dude, just say like it's, you know, me and my wife, you know, it's none of your business. I apologize to my wife. And move, you know, it just became like the biggest story of the year it happened. It's just. What did dude say? He said on one stand-up, he was like, there's no such thing as sex addiction. He's like, the only people that are in sex addiction are husbands that got caught cheating on their wives. You know dude, what what I mean? was, do you remember what Byrne said about that? What Tiger, what, what his statement should have been? What? He was like, I fucked a lot of whores. The end. <laughs> he was like, that's all he should have said. And like, like, You're probably right, Burns, because it basically ruined his career. Ah, dude, I mean, you love Tiger Woods. Well, dude, that was like the beginning of the end. Once he got like caught up for all yeah. that, he was just like, I, I mean, but I still like. I mean, dude, I respect. He hasn't made a putt since. <laughs> I mean, I, re- I mean, like, dude, you know, I don't like, but I like. He's just a fucking. He's an amazing human being. Right, it's just not in my business. I don't really give a shit. Exactly, like, dude, I don't want to. Like, to be honest with you, like, I don't want to know everything about every celebrity. Like, I don't want to know. You know, all their dirty... There you go. Tiger Woods isn't the perfect person. No, well. Uh, who is? Right. You know what I mean? It doesn't affect... You know. 
But pe- it's funny though because people I act like it's part of their lives. Like I can't believe what Tiger He's Woods such a did. Pig. Yeah, I can't believe what he did. Can you believe? Like, how? Who gives a Meanwhile, fuck? Meanwhile, most Woods of his did? fans are like guys. D- d- yeah, d- d- you know, don't give. You know what I mean? Like, which guy was out there? Like, I can't. Besides his, his caddy, <laughs> for some reason. They, yeah, like <laughs> they did a South Park episode where they were talking about that, and it was like the wives were ac- asking all the guys, like. Like, can you believe this? And he's like, no, I can't believe that a handsome billionaire professional golfer would ever have sex with a bunch of other women. And, like, made those weird eyes. Like, yeah, you know, they were like, of course he was. Right. That's when he was at the top of his game. Then they stole that off him. He lost all his swagger. It's easy for a normal guy to say, it, it, for a guy who is not expo- gets any exposure, doesn't have anything like that. Like I would never know what it's like to be Tiger Woods. So it's easy to say, like, like I wouldn't cheat on my girlfriend. Saying that, I've never been put in a position that Tiger Woods has been put. You know what I mean? We're like, I don't go to work and cut grass and chicks like run out of their house, like throwing themselves at me. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> I'm covered in grass, raking leaves. I look like shit. Like no one gives a fuck about me. But like you know, this dude probably. He probably turned down a lot of coups, too. Uh, it didn't seem like it. It seemed like he was, you know, he was taking them all down. You know, he didn't really have too much of a discrepancy on, like, who it was, waitresses or, like. He he was banging down. He'll, he'll do anybody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm Tiger 54. I'll do anybody. But, all right, everybody, we're going to take a quick commercial break and be right back with more Greenfield's Finest Podcast. Are you in the market right now for buying a house? Maybe in the market for selling a house. Have you heard about Carlson Associates Real Estate Services? If you haven't, maybe you should check them out. They're located right here locally in Pittsburgh at 106 South 18th Street in Southside. A lot of people think that they only service the Southside, but that's not true. They handle all the Pittsburgh area, and they also handle property management too. So if you're looking for a good real estate company that's locally owned and locally ran, call Carlson Associates Real Estate Services at 412-431-1718. That's 412-431-1718. And tell them Z-Bird sent you. Hey, what's going on, everybody? If you're like me, we got the same thing in common. We're going to die. I don't want to leave my loved ones with a bunch of bills and debt, and then all they do is talk shit about me when I'm dead. I needed to make sure I had life insurance. Make sure you call Roman Financial Group and Carmen Mercurio at 412-862-5511. Carmen will get you all set up so your family doesn't hate you when you die. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I don't know if you've ever had a problem like me, but if you've ever stuck your dick in a light socket, you're probably going to need an electrician. Well, good thing Greenfield Finest Podcast has Plug Electric as our official electricians of the Greenfield Finest Podcast. If you're looking for a good electrician, contact Plug Electric. Ask for Vance Hall, phone number 412-298-6770. That's 412-298-6770. And stop sticking your dick in the light socket. Hey, if you're looking for a fun night out in the south side and you don't want to get punched in the face... Check out Finn McCool's at 1501 Carson Street. Go there, have a good time, and don't get punched in the face. Finn McCool's, 1501 Carson Street, and tell them Z-Bird sent you. Oh, man, I don't know if you guys have ever felt like this, but I woke up this morning, and my toilet's running. I can't get it to stop running. My water bill last month was double. I didn't know what to do. Thank goodness for Niscatch Plumbing. I called them. They were there right away and took care of the problem, and it didn't cost me hardly anything. They're registered master plumbers and fully insured. That's Niscatch Plumbing. Phone number 412-337-4047. 412-337-4047. Thank you, Niscatch Plumbing.
Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Greenfield Finance Podcast. Um, our relationship story of the week, it's coming from Reddit. What it, it's a, this is a fucking weird story. So it, the, the guy is, is 36 years old. His new wife is 34, and his daughter is 16. Apparently, the wife and the daughter have been bickering back and forth. The husband couldn't figure out why. He was getting like, you know, he thought there was something going on. After snooping and like figuring things out, he comes to find out that the daughter had been having sex with his new wife's ex-husband. Now, tell me that ain't fucking weird. That's pretty major. I mean, that's pretty weird. Like, I mean, imagine like, so you got a 16-year-old daughter, you get... You know what I mean? You get remarried. You love this woman. And then her ex-husband comes into the picture. Not to try to bang her again, but now he's fucking Banging your, your daughter. daughter. <laughs> so that dude did, like, the ultimate fuck you. Like, Yeah, like, yeah for sure. Yeah, that's that's payback like a motherfucker right that there. That makes Christmas awkward. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> and this dude, and the thing is, though, they have kids together. So now his stepkids, or, you know, her kids... Hate her for having sex with their dad, the daughter. The daughter doesn't have anywhere to go and is staying with the ex-husband. Like, it's just fucking... Dude, what, uh, what area? Like, is this in the United States of America? That might sound like a little bit of statutory rape. Yeah, no, let me look at... I'm reading it deeper. No, she's it's... 19, right? I thought he said 16. No, she's oh, 16. 16. Oh. Right, so, I mean, maybe it's in West Virginia. Yeah, maybe Kentucky, Kentucky, Kentucky yeah, wow. Kentucky down there. That, that that works in Kentucky for sure. Yeah, yeah, so, I think in Kentucky, like, yeah. so this may be in Kentucky, I don't know, but, like, I like that'd be so weird, like, because, like, you always think about, like, if you had a, ste- I mean, I don't know, you probably never thought about it, but I thought, like, if I ever had a stepsister when I was, like, in high school, if my mom met some dude and some chick, like, came to live with us and she was hot, my stepsister, I bang her, but, like, yeah, that's, like, a, that's a major. Dude, that happened to my family. Really? Yeah. So, like, uh, we're all kind of dysfunctional on the <laughs> Fazio side here. My my parents got divorced when I was, like, in my mid-20s, I think, and my brother, Robbie, he's a complete psycho. He, my stepmother to my dad, the lady my dad was running around with. Yeah. He's still with her. She had three daughters and hit my brother and the, he, my brother's the middle son and their, her middle daughter lived in their house together. So they would go out to the bar and they didn't hook up with anybody at the bar. They would come home and hook up with each other. But and, they weren't related, right? No, no, no. We didn't even meet them until we were in our twenties. Ah, uh, that's, and Everybody yeah. in the family was like all appalled. I'm like, look. I would have did the same thing if I right. was younger and these chicks were hot. I probably would. if yeah, if you meet them in their twenties, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's, everybody, we're yeah. family. I'm like, no, we ain't. I just met you technically. <laughs> yeah, Te- like if, if you meet in your twenties, like you know what I mean. Like it'd be different. Let's say you meet when you're four and you live together. You your watch whole- her grow up or so. Yeah, yeah. Then it's like you're fucking. That's kind of creepy. But if it's like your parents get remarried at like you know you're like 25 years old and now all of a sudden you got this hot step living stepsister and. Yeah, you know, she wants to get weird. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, you that's, go, that's, that's like, like the best thing ever. You go to the bar and it don't work out. You go home and grab a sixer with your <laughs> right. <laughs> go home and th- this dude is saying though, this is causing major friction because his wife. It's making him think that his wife still has She's feelings jealous. for her ex. Oh, jealous. Yeah. And she and now they might like it's breaking up the fi- which I mean kind of makes sense. It's causing I mean a lot of heat. I mean the ex-husband if she was 18 this would have been the perfect plan. 
Yeah, but he's fucking a minor. Like, you know what I mean? You can't co-sign that. But, like, he's destroying this dude's family who took his wife, fucked his daughter. Now his wife, only to find out his wife still wants him. His ex-wife still wants him. Now this dude's sitting there stuck. You know what I mean? He said he's worried about what if she gets pregnant and... Yeah, yeah, that sounds like this could be a nightmare for a long time. <laughs> Imagine explaining that at parent-teacher conferences. Yeah, yeah, like who's this? Well, it's my stepmom's. It's my stepmom's ex-husband, but now my stepmom's stepsister. <laughs> but dude, yeah, that's that's pretty fucking. That's a pretty genius plan to ruin a family. <laughs> you know, right, I mean? right, to get your ex-wife back, just bang you, yeah. It, well, they said the daughter and the mother had, had been having problems for a long time, and they think she did it the last shot. But, like, how did they – I guess because if they wouldn't have had kids before, she would have never met this ex-husband because why would he be hanging around there? Because of the kids, he was over uh, there. So she, had a, she has kids in the relationship too. Yes, and they split time. And that's actually the kids were the one. the dad was snooping, but the kids actually brought – I'm reading down. The kids were the ones that actually brought the attention. It's fucking weird. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna take my cell phone. I'm gonna bang your ex-husband, pretty much. Right, what <laughs> right. I would. I mean, dude. Yeah, I don't know what you do in that situation. If I'm, I mean, that's your daughter. Like, it's almost like you have to. I don't know what. Like, that's just a, that girl fucked up that whole family for a lot of years to come. <laughs> yeah. But that's our relationship story this week. So be happy wherever you're at in your relationship. It's not that fucked up. Um, moving forward, we got a story. Rosalind knows a little bit more about this one. Uh, former Cincinnati Bengal Dick Nibbler, Vontez Burfick, beat up a fucking security guard because he couldn't find a pizza place in Vegas, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's a story. Like, Vontez Burfick is, is what happens. Like, that kid from Texas, <laughs> if, he would, if he makes it all the way through yep. to the NFL, it's like the same type of person. Yeah, I guess he was in Vegas drinking and, like, he tried to find a pizza spot, and dude's like, I don't know where the fucking pizza spot is. So he beat the shit out of him. As far as I, I read, there could be more to the story than that. So, No, that was pretty much it. That's pretty much it. So, I mean, but he's like, there's probably, okay, like he's someone that's always getting into shit. You know, I mean, there's a lot of players always getting into shit. Imagine how much shit gets swept under the rug because we definitely don't hear about everything. With him or just like in general? No, in general with like people, like athletes snapping out. And, you know right. I mean? A lot of people probably give him a pass like when they get pulled over for shit. Vontez right. perfect. I mean, he, he's definitely, there's something wrong with him. Missing. Like he don't have, like he's like a sociopath. He can't help himself. So this was bound to happen at some point. <laughs> yeah, pre-social media, I'm sure like oh, yeah. Vontez perfect's everywhere. For sure. Now, that's what we were like talking about that before. Like it would be... So like I'm so like glad looking back in high school like that we didn't have social media because like I don't know how I would have dealt with like someone like you go home from school you had a rough day at school and it just doesn't end there like you know what I mean you keep getting hammered on the internet and people are I'm like dude it's fucking I'm so glad we and plus I would have did so much dumb shit to try to like be popular on the internet or even that or if you have like a bad relationship then you got to change like who which my girlfriend was she liking this is he liking her <laughs> you know it will drive you fucking insane and imagine that in height like when you're in, in without social media women were driving you everyone not to right. high school so imagine like your girlfriend like, like, likes yeah. now she has access to dicks in other school districts because of this fucking facebook right. you know what i mean she can get any dick she wants but that might have been like a positive side of like 
well, we could social met, media. Yeah, right. You could have got Coos. We could have outsourced. Yeah, yeah. you could have met Coos in other parts of town and stuff like that. Remember him, dude, stored that website, Vexpo? Yeah. <laughs> like ba- they, it was like biggest tours, and then like that was like when people were like in their mid twenties, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, that, that was, was like well past high school. Yeah, that was a pit. But everybody, they got a piece of everybody in that fucking thing. Yeah, they had to take it down. I think they had to take it down. But it was a good concept. Like it was. It yeah, was, wasn't there like a douchebag session? And like it was almost like if you weren't one, like you felt like left out. Yeah, they named pretty much everybody. Everybody, and then like biggest like piece of shit, like biggest tour. It was like, yeah, it was like, and people would vote on it. Yeah, it was like a great concept, you know what I mean? Like, it was like like the Pittsburgh's best of pieces of shit edition, you know? But it was funny because I remember a dude was telling me a story that they had, like, the best blowjob on there. And the dude, like, seen the girl that won, who got the most votes. Who was it? I can't remember. But sought her out on Facebook. He hooked up with her, and he said you, she did give a good blowjob. So, like, that's the one good thing that came out of X spot. <laughs> I, I is it a guy we know that did this? Yes. You can tell me this off there. Yeah, it is. We know the character. We know the character pretty well. But I remember that. That was pretty funny. Um, on a lighter note, I've been homeless before. And I, when I read this story, I was like, dude, if I was homeless— and, and I had this opportunity. I did the same thing. So a homeless guy broke into Tom Brady's house where he's not even living in. It was in Connecticut. Yeah. And then it was like went in there and, and people were like like freaking out. But like if you're homeless and you know Tom Brady's in Tampa, I here's my thing. Like if you're Tom Brady, how don't you have someone like at that house? Like there's probably – I'm surprised there's not like someone ma- like taking care of the house while you're not there. Right, or pretty sophisticated like security system. Right, like a home – to me when I hear a homeless guy, I'm like it's not like he has like a whole arsenal of tools to get in there. Like it sounded like he just fucking opened the door and like went in and like was hanging out there and like eating food and you know what I mean? It's like the best story ever. Yeah, like dude. Probably just, it's probably like on like a 10-acre property. He probably just wandered on it. Yeah, and like he was like, "Fuck, let me see if they're home." And knocked on the door and went inside to see if it was Tom Brady. He was probably like, <laughs> wearing his Super Bowl rings, taking pictures with Super <laughs> right. Bowl rings. He was probably like, I mean, dude, imagine all the grub he got there, and, and like if you're homeless, all the liquor. And I mean, but they said that they didn't find it. Like the dude wasn't like robbing the house. He was just living there. He was just like, how long was he in there for? That part they didn't say because I don't think that'd be great if he was just holding it down for like a month. I think it was more than a, it wasn't like a day. It was like a week. Yeah. But so like, but they're saying that they think that he had to have inside information to know that he was going to be out of town. Like, okay, well, anyone who reads a paper knows he's in fucking Tampa. Right. He knows like, his wife and his kids. But I think they said his kids and that are still going to school up here. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. They're probably like on some like, I don't know how old his kids are, but they might be on like some like on campus high school shit, like super prep school, but. And I think that they, but, it's like a summer home. It's in Brookline, Connecticut. Right, it's freezing up here right now. You think Giselle, Giselle wants to be there in the winter? Right, so this dude's up there, and he just, like, moseys on in, and he hit the fucking jackpot. Like, the best would be if he'd have been, like, had homeless people parties, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, dude, I don't know, like, how that would have worked. I mean, they would have never been able to sit, stay there, but I know, like, dudes, whenever I was, like, in rehab and stuff, dudes told me stories about this thing called squatter's rights. And they said in, like, Baltimore, you could literally go stay in an abandoned house. And if you were there long enough and you start getting mail and shit there, that, like, they couldn't just kick you out. You had squatter's rights. 
like right to the school. Now, this obviously the place where you're in like a fucking twenty million dollar house, you're not gonna have squatters rights. But these were like abandoned houses. Like I mean, I which made me never want to go to Baltimore because dudes were like when they talked about that, they were like excited. Like yeah, that was great. Yeah, I mean, we didn't have electric or water or nothing, but like you could just stay there and it was yours. I'm like, what the fuck? It sounds terrible. Right, he could probably like carved out a little nook, like <laughs> like in like you know what I mean, like in a like in a pantry somewhere and just been there for like a year. Like in the like in the back of a fucking cab that like the spinning. <laughs> right. They call it a lazy Susan. Yeah, he could have he could have <laughs> hid in the back of the lazy Susan every time Tom Brady got like a fucking bull Campbell soup out, he'd have to duck. But like other than that, he could have stayed there. Like. I don't know. I'd like to hear more of the story. I wish this dude was there for like years and years. And you know what I mean? He ended up getting squatters rights and Tom Brady had to adopt him. But I seen this story about Tom Brady when they were saying about him getting a Super Bowl jersey stolen. That, that's uh yeah, right. That was from the, the locker room that day, right? Yeah, and that was pretty like that was pretty interesting. And the dude was from Mexico and apparently this dude was like stealing all, all types of memorabilia. And he was slick. Like, it would, sh- it would show him. He looked like a business person. And he'd walk into the locker room with, like, a briefcase. He'd get whatever. And he'd leave. And, like, dude, those jerseys were worth, like, the Tom Brady Atlanta Falcons Super Bowl jersey, they were like, it's worth a half million dollars. He ended up getting it back. But, like, they said, uh, and Tom Brady didn't press charges, which kind of, like, made me respect. Like, you know what I mean? I was like, no yeah. harm, no foul. Yeah, he's like, I got my jersey back. No reason to. But the dude in Mexico, like, they said he was a good person, like, helped people out. But How the hell was he getting in there? What was his job? Did he have he a job a me- title? Yeah, he had, in Mexico, he worked for a media company. So he would get media passes. Uh. So he was getting access to these locker rooms. I don't know how he ever put to put two and two together and to start selling these jerseys and stealing helmets. And I don't know if he was stealing jocks. Like, he could have fucking stealing everything. But he knew what to go for. Like, the Tom Brady jerseys like was, like, the, the gold. You know what I mean? If you want, who, like, he couldn't who, pass it up. You didn't want the place kicker's shoe. You wanted Tom Brady's right. jersey. They said it was worth a half million dollars. Especially like, as soon as like he won that Super Bowl, it's probably just like that, its highest market value was right then. You know what I mean? And, if some collector could get it right off, you know, right off the bat. And the dude got busted because there was a kid who was a Tom Brady fan looking for like memorabilia on the internet and seen this dude who was selling stuff, and in the background had the Tom Brady jersey from the Super Bowl. The dude like screenshot it, sent up. He knew there was already an investigation. Investigation sent it to the FBI. The FBI like did all the work and tracked the dude down. I don't know. I wonder I was, if that kid got a nice reward. He got a Tom Brady. He got a Tom Brady nude. Yeah, right. <laughs> he got a fucking Tom Brady nude. But um, all right, everybody, we're gonna take a quick commercial break. Gear grinders. We're gonna we're gonna take a break first. Okay. Yeah, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back with Greenfoot's Finest Podcast. Are you sick and tired of partying with the same old, same old and getting the old boring results? Looking for something maybe different? You need to try Espelon Tequila. Two shots for a good time. Three shots you might go get a package. And four shots you and your friends are getting on a plane to Vegas. Espelon Tequila, the official tequila of Greenfield's Finest Podcast. Man, the other day I went to the hunting supply store and I got a cooter detector and it goes beep, beep, beep. And I'm driving through the side side. Next thing I know, that thing starts going off like crazy. 
beep, 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 beep. It took me right into 12 Whiskey Barbecue at 1222 East Carson Street. Man, that cooter detector is the best thing I ever bought. I ain't never seen so much cooter in my life. When I went in there, I couldn't believe my eyes. I never seen so much cooter. I went in there for the cooter, but then I looked at the menu, and the food was delicious. Some of the best barbecue in the burg. Not only that, they had every drink I could ever think of. So 12 Whiskey Barbecues filled with cooter, barbecue, and good drinks at 1222 East Carson Street. Make sure you stop down if you like cooter, barbecue, and drinks. 10-4. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's about that time of the year. It looks like all the leaves are falling. Next, the snow comes, and then after that, when the winter clears, you're going to need everything pressure washed. That's why you need to call Rosado & Sons Landscaping, located in Greenfield. Phone number 412-521-9045. Make sure you call Rosado & Sons Landscaping before you call anyone else. Hey, what's going on, everybody? If you're like me, you probably have appliances in your house. TVs, ovens, dishwashers, microwaves, all types of stuff. That shit's going to break. And when it does, make sure you call Primetime Appliance, 412-896-1395. They deal with all insurance and warranty companies. They do all the work. All you have to do is call 412-896-1395. Primetime Appliance. Give them a call. Hey, what's going on, everybody? If you're having car problems right now, there's not really too many places to go that you can trust. One place you can is Meineke Car Care Center, located at 4103 Kennywood Boulevard, West Mifflin. They handle everything, not just oil changes, but brakes, maintenance, everything. So if you need, if you have car trouble and you need help, make sure you call Meineke Car Care Center, 4103 Kennywood Boulevard, West Mifflin, phone number 412 451 8968 and ask for Arthur. What's going on, everybody? It's almost that time of the year where you got to go get your sidewalks or your steps fixed. And I don't trust a lot of these idiots out here right now. I really don't. Thank goodness Giuseppe and Sons is in the area and they're always on the job. If you're looking for any type of masonry work this season coming up, please call Giuseppe and Sons, 412 421 6711. And make sure you tell them Rocco sent you, huh? Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Greenfoot's Finest Podcast. We're getting ready to wrap this up. We're at two last segments, but we do want to remind everybody that we don't know what's going to happen with the COVID lockdown shutdown. We're not even going to attempt to guess what's going to happen. But what we do know is that what you can do to help these local businesses is to order takeout or this week go out to your favorite spots that are open right now and support those places. And then whenever, if things do shut down, the places that are available for takeout, call them and order takeout, especially 12 Whiskey Barbecue and the Meatball Company down on the south side, who are two of the sponsors of Greenfield's Finest Podcast. But also support all your neighborhood stuff because those are the places that support your neighborhood. So we're going to get right into um, gear grinders. Grinding. Rosado, what's grinding your gears? Well, dude, it happened on the way over here. <laughs> a major, almost turned into a road rage incident. This lady was crawling up Commercial Road about 15 miles an hour. Right. And, you know, I followed her for about a good four minutes until I seen my chance, and that just blew by her. But, I mean, yeah, like, what's up with people? Like, dude, if you're going uphill and I got to, like, take my foot off the gas, like, you should probably give up driving. She, we, we went past her. I... I don't know how old she was. I would say between. She didn't seem that old. Between 50 and 60. And she had like a nice newer car. Like I just. Yeah. 
Like, what the hell are you doing? Like, I get understand it gets dark a little early. Maybe it's a little scary. Maybe the deer. Maybe the, the deer. deer. The deer. Or she's scared of deer. She's scared <laughs> of the deer. <laughs> yeah. Something was scaring her. But yeah, usually I don't like to, you know. Do 70 miles an hour and pass someone up. No, it was like 32. That's how slow she was going. Yeah, but. It was like 60. Like, Rosado fucking. Dude, I couldn't He hit the gas so hard, I fucking, my chest shook. And I'm like holding on for dear life. He's like, I'm going to pass this egg timer. Just fucking, <laughs> yeah, right. Like Clark Griswold. Then I, I was like, I looked. Then I just kept looking in her rearview mirror. Like, look at her. Look how far back there she is. <laughs> like Clark Griswold yeah. Christmas vacation, dude. He just fucking put the pedal to the metal. That's what's grinding your gears this week. Yeah, old people driving. You know, dude. I, I've had I, enough of it. I hear you, dude. I go to work related gear grinder. So, you know, me and Rosario to work together, and there's like some guys that work with us. They're um, up here. You know, I mean, they're real cool dudes. They're from Mexico. They're up here on them work visas, and they're like our friends. And it's funny because I've noticed something. It's like people that have these signs in their yard that say "No place for hate." And we preach tolerance and all this stuff. They're not too tolerant when someone walks through their backyard. And we were today. We were at a job. It, it was our last day, and we're going. There's no way to get to the back of this house without cutting through. Like they had a, a pathway. It's like an easement. An easement, yeah. And like you have to walk up through. And this lady came out and freaked out on one of our one of the uh, guys we work with. And he doesn't speak really good English, and he didn't know what to do. He kind of threw his hands up, and she just kept started like berating him. And I'm thinking, you know, for having someone to have so many fucking signs in her front yard, like you're not too tolerant, are you? You know. And as soon as he didn't like speak it, like I was there. And we ended up, like, walking around and walking, like, had to go through a yard to get to the neighbors. It's like a deal they have. Like, you have to walk around to get to the neighbor's yard to, to clean out the yard. They they all agree because she lives right on the pathway. Yeah, you can't take the the the, the uh, burlap full of leaves through their house. No. like Yeah. The, that would be the, yeah, that's the only other option we had. The other thing is we could have rented a crane for $30,000 and then, like, tied the burlap up and picked the crane up. But there was only, like, one burlap full of leaves. But I'm just like, it drove me nuts because, like, I didn't even notice until we went out front. And I'm like, you know, it, wow, she fucking got all this shit in her front yard to make it seem like she's a saint. But as soon as someone walks through her backyard, she fucking treats someone like shit. And, like, I could hear her saying shit to the guy, like, you know, saying shit like, you know, he does he even know what I'm saying? Does he know what I'm saying? I'm thinking, like, you know, you got a lot of fucking nerve. You know what I mean? Like, you old ugly bitch. Yeah. You, you know? came out hostile. I wasn't back there yet. And you're like, dude, like, T-Bird looked like he wanted to snap. I'd never seen him, like, like so shook. And then she just went back in her house, and she didn't say nothing else. But, like, yeah. People like, like, it's not very neighborly either. You see what we're trying to do. And, and the thing is, like, you, I think anybody understands like when you work with a group of people and you you spend so much time with them like you definitely develop like friendships and like you like like these guys and like to see someone like come out and like berate someone because all this dude's up here is trying to do he's a great worker all he's trying to do is make a better life for himself up here and for you know what i mean maybe he didn't have all the fucking opportunities that she had it just blew my mind. Then to see them signs in her front yard, I'm thinking like you're a real fucking hypocrite, it, 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 dude. It still got me mad, dude. Like, yeah, even thinking about it. Yeah, I'm like, damn, Zebra. Like, what did she say? And he's like, he just couldn't even talk. He's like, Ugh. <laughs> I'm like, so yeah, like just you know what I mean. Just be fucking nice to people, man. Be considerate. You never know. Like, it, I could see if we were like going through her yard and we were like drinking beers and like causing a ruckus. But like, she seen we had blowers and rakes. 
<laughs> like, we weren't there to do damage. Right. Put a fence up, but you still have to leave that space so we can get back through there. Exactly. It's you a know. little alleyway. Like, you have to go up there. It's, uh, that's, that's what was driving me nuts. Some people. Some people's kids. What the fuck? So, okay, we're going to get to what would Greenfield do. <laughs> how, how, okay, the first one is, this is, how much emoji u- usage is too much? Okay, I notice. I'll, I'll say mine. And this is a funny story, kind of. When I first started dating my girlfriend Addie, I was every text had a heart emoji. It would always have like a heart emoji. And some one time I'm hanging out, I'm dying at twelve, and I'm with Dino. I can't remember someone else. It was a girl. I can't remember who it was. Uh, but they seen it and they were like said something to him like, "Oh, I remember you used to text me like that all the time." And he was like, give him another six months. He ain't going to be sending all them fucking emojis. And he was right. Right. The honeymoon's over. Yeah. And like my lady, like she, sometimes I'll still send her an emoji and she'll send one back. But like when you're first start dating someone, like my experience, like you definitely flood the emojis, the hard eyes. Cause you don't really, you're not at the point where you say, I love you, but you'll send the little hard eyes. Or you know what I mean, a little like winky face or something like that. I mean, I've went through that phase. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, that's real cute. Yeah, <laughs> you've been with your lady for twenty years, so dude. I was with, I was with her, I think, before emojis really went <laughs> off the charts. You know what I mean? So I'm like kind of getting into them now. You know what I mean? But I really, I got to be in a really good mood to send one. Like, you, you got to be like on top of the world. On top of the world. I'm not on top of the world that much. If you hang out with me a lot. So I would rather like once a week. I would rather send those gifts. Yeah, the GIF. I'm, not, I'm terrible at them. Some, I got to like take a class because some people are so good at them. I'm the worst. Like you, like if you can hit one right on the money, like that comes up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, it's. Like, I feel like I always send the link instead of just the the gift. The picture. Yeah. yeah. Like, so, like some of the best ones will be like, dudes, like you trying to go out tonight, and it'll be like someone will, will send a picture of Charlie Sheen smoking crack, and, you know what <laughs> what I mean? and I'm like, this is a great gift, you know? What I mean? Yeah. It's lined up right with it, but like I don't know, I I definitely see like I think too much. I would say like once you get past a certain point in a relationship, like I would say like six months. I would say like if you're still hitting them strong, like every single text, I'd say that's too much. But I know at the beginning of my relationship, I I, I was sending a flourish of emojis. So that's yeah, cool. right. Like I said, I I came into it a little bit later, so I didn't send as many out. But now I know if I get one too, like. You know, there's some days I'm liked more than others. You know what I mean? Right. And sometimes you you got to throw that emoji out there just to see if you get anything back. You know right. I mean? Things might not be the greatest. If you go emoji and you don't get one back, dude, you're like, th- you're overthinking it. You're, you're, you start thinking, like, are we still together? Right. Like, what did I do now? <laughs> yeah. Like, what the fuck's going on? I sent the little guy smiling and he had the little hard eyes and you can't even do anything back. My favorite one is like the gnarly hand for some reason. The, yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's like my main one I send back, like, for everything. Like, all right, I'll see you later for dinner and I'll, like, throw that up. Like, the, you got it. I'm, I'm gonna, like, now that we're laid off, I'm going to dive deeper into emojis. You can get, like, so much deeper into them. You, know? you should just, you shouldn't even, like, respond in words anymore. It just should just be gifts back. <laughs> gifts and emojis. That's, yeah. what, that's what me and the wife do on Facebook. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, yeah, we'll, we'll just, like, have a whole conversation of gifts. Yeah, that's the way to go. I, I love the gifts, like, when, especially when you, like, look them up, you find the perfect one. You know what I mean? Like, I, I use a lot of Charlie Sheen. Cause he can like cover everything, you know what I mean? <laughs> like he's like a good time. He beat AIDS, you know what I mean? He just answered anything, you know. Get well soon, smoke some crack, tiger blood, winning. Yeah, he did it right. 
<laughs> yeah. So. What else you got, T-Bird? Okay. So you've fallen in love with the one, but they tell you that they hooked up with your sibling in the past. Nasty sex, too. What do you do? Like, dude, I... Okay, so I, now I have to put myself in a position where I'm like, hypothetically, I have a brother or a sister. Maybe this chick. I'm like, if I fell in love with this girl and she's the one, like I and like things are great, and she's like, dude, I fucked your brother. You know, I think I'd be totally fine with it. How far in? How far is into my brother's relation- dick? No, into the relationship. <laughs> like, dude, if she, I mean, if she told me like. I, that's the other thing. Like, did you know this up front? Like, yeah, my brother smashed, but now I'll, you know. But no, like you'd have to like meet her, and it have to be a couple dates, and then you'd find out. I think. See, a couple dates in, you're still trying to like grow, man. Yeah. So like, yeah, no, that's no big deal, babe. Right, but if you're like, I would rather find something like that out earlier than later. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, you're like into it, then you're like, once kids what? and all that's involved, yeah. then it's right. too late. Like, I don't want my brother to be talking about pining. Like, say I end up getting married. And be, like, I have a brother, and he's like, dude, I fucking crushed your wife's coos. Like, you know what I mean? Like, six years ago, dude. Was, we got so weird, too. We were doing goon dots. You boofed, might have. But I boofed her. Your relationship, <laughs> like, with your pretend brother might be just like, that's awesome, dude. Right. But like, dude, she gets fire nugget, doesn't she? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, dude, like, I don't know. Like, I just don't think that that would be, like, a deal breaker. But I would rather know. If I had to know, I would want to know earlier as of instead of later. Yeah, yeah. What do you think? On, what yeah. if you, but you're in a weird position. You got sisters. So, like, would it even bother you? Yeah, now it's really weird that you made me think of that <laughs> specifically. Uh, yeah, yeah. Now, now I'm all freaked out about this. Yeah, I'd have to run the other way. <laughs> would you? Yeah. That's, like, so weird to think. Yeah, there's, there's all, yeah. Yeah, I'm going the other way on that. Now that you made it so specific to me, when I had an imaginary brother, it was easier. <laughs> but now, now that you brought my sisters, I just forget about it. I'm done. I do. Uh, all right, let's just say let's take your sisters out of the equation. You can go back to having an imaginary brother, so there's no lesbian sex going on. So it's just you, your imaginary brother. Uh, how are you rolling with this? Yeah, I mean, if she's the one and everything, yeah, yeah okay, you're attracted to the same type of guy, I guess. Right, like if a girl's like, I mean, dude, everyone got a fucking past. I don't care who it is, and it's like if that's the worst thing you did was you fucked my imaginary brother. Like I can live with that. You know what I mean? I mean, how big was this imaginary dick? I would ask. Like, is this dick bigger than mine? But you would probably know growing up with your imaginary brother what he's working. How with. big is dick? Is? Much, right, much bigger. Or if it's like <laughs> equal, you know what I mean? You don't want him coming like. I don't want her to be thinking about my imaginary brother's... Yeah, like, I don't want my imaginary brother to be in her head when I'm pondering out, like, damn, I wish you fucked like your brother. Like, that would freak me out. Like, your imaginary brother knew how to pond his Yeah, I mean, that's something that could possibly happen if shit goes bad, you know what I mean? But that would be the one thing that she would have on you that could sting you so fucking deep. You know what I mean? Like, if you were, like, gone in an argument, she'd be like, I wish you fucked like your brother. I'd be like, oh, my, oh, no, she didn't. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, Titus. Your dick would never work again. (laughs) No, dude, I would be crushed, and I'd want to go kill my imaginary brother. You know what I mean? It would just ruin my fucking life, but... If, if she was the one and, you know, we, like, did, weren't going to talk about it. And plus, how long ago did he bang her? Like, did he bang her when they were in high school? Or was it, like, fucking, did he bang her a couple months before I met her? Yeah, that that's something. 
you got to take into account there. Yeah. Right. How many years have have passed since? Did you forget what his cock looks like? You know what I mean? Or used to have it. Like he probably wasn't that great in high school. He probably found his rhythm in his early twenties. Just like me. You know (laughs) what I mean? So what are we talking here? Yes, I I think I could look past it, but there would definitely be like stipulations on it and everything like that. So. But um, I don't know. I think that's all we got this week, folks. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, don't forget to hit the like and subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube. Um, everybody, I hope you have a great week. And remember, Greenfield loves you. One last thing, make sure to support your local bars and restaurants this week before it's too late. And if things do shut down, please make sure that you do your best to order takeout, order gift cards from all your favorite restaurants and bars. Have a great week. Greenfield loves you. <laughs>